1: I don't know. I, I got no reference. I was I was trying to make some sort of reference to Tom Brady or whatever, but uh we didn't actually talk about this. But did you see did you see this John that, that he's going to be roasted and I, part part of me I look, I I, I like I, I I get what he's doing now. Obviously, he's getting ready. This is exactly honestly, this is exactly what Peyton Manning did in his last few years right. in the league. He he became at, at times you felt like, oh my God, we've had enough of Peyton Manning. But, you know, this this is what he did to create himself as a pretty uh, 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 noteworthy and, and uh, uh, media personality. And that's what Brady's obviously working towards, towards, uh, you know, when his playing career is over. Um, I'll be interested to see what it is. I, you know, I don't see how, you know, Peyton Manning has to be the Roastmaster, right? Right, I, I don't know. Oh, it,
0: absolutely! Like, yeah, there, it's got to be
1: right. Yeah, I would I would say I would hope so. I mean, I haven't really seen too many of the details other than just the announcement. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I, w- I would think that that Peyton Manning would have to be the roast man. I mean, I just can't. There's no other player or person I can think of that could do it. I mean, it, if you tell me Roger Goodell, I'm not even going to watch it because then no, I just, no. just I'd be done. I'd be Forget about it. I'm not even. I'm not even messing with it. But Peyton Manning, right? Is there any other better option?
0: I can't think of anyone. First of all, you need someone who's on somewhat equal footing to Tom Brady. I mean, you can't bring out, you know, one of his backup quarterbacks. I mean, you, you know, you're gonna have Brian Hoyer as the <laughs> roast master. That that's not exactly gonna sell a lot of tickets or, or get a lot of you know clicks. And it's gotta be someone who has that in their skill set. And Peyton Manning certainly has that. Peyton Manning's incredibly self-deprecating, but also is a needler. I mean, he's he's the with essential you know he had two brothers one older one younger so to get attention sometimes he had to be louder than them and you know he's got that personality so that would be fantastic i mean i mean i think we'd rather see bill belichick but i don't know if that would work out too well i don't <laughs> but, know if that would you work know, out the, well if, at all. if
1: this was happening maybe like you know when they were both not playing or like involved in, in, actively, like, I honestly think that that would actually be kind of cool. Or maybe just have him be, you know, have a, uh, a, a spot on there, you know, like, cause you know how these roasts work, you know, it, it, it you get, you get the roast master, then you get, you know, a number of different speakers that come up and roast pretty much everyone else. And then get to the, the subject at hand, which would obviously be uh, Tom Brady. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I get it. Some people are, you know, and and I understand. You know, it's like, oh, too much, too much. I get it. You know, he's doing this. He's doing that. I mean, you know, let the guy have some fun. He's he's, he's discovering his youth there, there, John. You know, he's, well, he's getting into social
0: media. He didn't media have happening. one. No, no. <laughs> he, he didn't he, have one. With the he, I've, I've equated this to you go to private school, Catholic school, whatever, for 12 years, you know, and you wear a tie and a shirt. And you, yes, sir, no, sir. Uh, Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And you have to be all buttoned up and you have to wear your hair a certain length. And maybe I'm just going back to another time. But let's say you do 12 years of that. And all of a sudden you go to college and there's no more rules. You know, you can grow your hair. You can do whatever the hell you want. You can go to class in shorts and flip flops. And well, Brady, after being with the Patriots for 20 years, yeah, he's got the freedom to do whatever the hell he wants. Right? So I was going to say, a, lot of, like a lot of shorts and flip-flop weather down here. <laughs> That's the other thing, too. And You know what? When he knocked the weather here and said he'd never come back here, I'm like, God bless you, Tom. I'm it, right there with it, you. I, I don't agree. like the weather either. And I'm Yeah, what, what was so offensive about that? Nothing. I don't like winters.
1: <laughs> right. I'm like, Psychotic people. Yeah. I mean, look, there's a difference between, like I, like, I would enjoy taking a vacation up in the northeast when it's cold, if I'm obviously mentally prepared for it. I want, when I was up in Maine a couple weeks ago, I was not mentally prepared for the cold. If I go up anticipating that I'm going up in this type of way, I can enjoy it, and I understand that. But to live in that year, sorry, if you enjoy that and not just tolerate it, uh, something's wrong with you. I'm sorry to say, but that leads me. I, I want to ask you now: What athlete, not named LeBron James, because I know that's an easy answer, and and quite frankly, I kind of think it would be kind of. I, I feel like LeBron would monopolize it about himself, like he would make it too much about himself. If that makes sense, yeah. And it would, you know what I mean? Like he would, like no, LeBron, you're, you're stop. Just let it happen. I don't know. I if if everyone, anyone actually understands what I'm trying to say there, I I, I applaud you. But the the point is. Um, I, I I would think he would I don't know somehow make something about him even more about him which I don't know. Anyways, what athlete? No, I
0: I, I know what you mean. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Basically, because LeBron is so image conscious, as yeah. is Brady. So I mean, I like I'm gonna be interested to see what. Yeah, happens Yeah, but but here. I'm talking I'm be...
1: talking I'm talking more like you know hashtag wash king. You know that type of like unflappable right. self promotion that LeBron's known for, which at yeah. times you can you're just like dude, come on man, like we. Like you're not an underdog. Like stop it. No. <laughs> like. No. Like. No. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean. And and like there's certain things. Like look, I, I I remember and I'll always remember this. Like I I I not the specific point number. I think it was thirty thousand points or, or rebounds or mm-hmm. something. Maybe not rebound, but some, there was it was something thirty thousand points. And I I had said like I can't wait for the self congratulatory Instagram post. And not two hours <laughs> later. You know, it was this, like, fawning, poetic, me this, me that, I did this, I did that, congratulations to you. Like, speaking, like, in this weird third person, like, I don't know. It's, (laughs) so, to me, I always think of that, and then, you know, so some way, somehow, he would make something that's completely about him so much more about him that it would be insufferable. So, I I digress. What athlete, or athletes... John would you want to see get roasted because I, I feel like there could be some uh, fun ones for different reasons too mind you I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is the deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and
0: entertainment That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It almost has to be someone that's not uber famous. I mean, they're all famous at some point. But, you know, an easy answer would be Aaron Rodgers. But that could be a disaster, right? Well, I mean, first of all, his family wouldn't show up, so his brothers couldn't be part of it because he doesn't speak to them. Like, any time a teammate has anything bad to say about him, he just shuts them <laughs> I off. Could, I, I, could, I, mean,
1: I, I could probably be the roast master for that one. <laughs>
0: well, you could be, yeah. And I'd be up there, you know, as the PR guy, making sure that Aaron doesn't get offended. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Durant would be the other one. Those are two like, oh. all-time great players. <laughs> Who are very, very, Wait, very
1: good. Well, this, okay, right? who, who does a Will Smith? I was going to say, who does a Will Smith first or a reverse Will Smith? <laughs> who goes up and, well, and, and, oh, actually, this would be a Will Smith, goes up and smacks the host first. I would have to say it'd be Kevin Durant, right?
0: Yeah, because Rogers is even more passive aggressive than Durant. Although Durant has all these burner accounts, so I, I don't know. They're, they're the same guy. I mean, even to the talent level, they're like ridiculously talented. I mean, they've had great careers, but they can't quite break through at the top level. <laughs> because they haven't won enough or whatever, but they you know, tend to kind of get in their own way at times. Yeah, I mean, both of those guys, that would be interesting. But at least Durant's teammates seem to really love him. I, I, Rogers, I don't know what the story is with some of them. I know Greg Jennings and Michael Finley You know, never say anything nice about him, and we'll find out maybe if Devontae Adams goes off on him now that he's in Oakland. I mean, in Vegas. Um, so, yeah, those two guys would be interesting. I'm just trying to think. Of, Peyton Manning would be awesome because he'd take it really well. Like yeah. if you, you know, you roast him. He, you know, I, I, I'm sure Eli would be awesome and Cooper and Dad, Mom. I mean, they'd have a blast with that, and he'd be there laughing at himself the whole time.
1: I'm, tra- I'm trying to think who would be like the most volatile, <laughs> like Tiger
0: who, Woods. Tiger Woods, nah, maybe.
1: No, but but here, but too many people love Tiger Woods. You know, True. even yeah. even with all his transgressions and and things, uh, you know, in his personal life that obviously, yeah. Uh, uh, Warrant criticism or whatever. Um, he's still well-liked.
0: Uh, I think f- the basketball players the best ones, though, because they do have the strongest personalities. Like Kyrie Irving or Russell Westbrook or Draymond Green or someone like that would be interesting, you know, because I don't know how they would accept it. Like Russell Westbrook, he would actually be the first person I think of that have with, would have the reverse Will Smith moment and go up they- and slap the host, and you call the police in to break up a melee. Because, I mean, that's just the way he kind of rolls. I, Steph Curry would be the best basketball player because he'd have fun with it. Because he's, I don't think he, look, everyone takes himself seriously, but I think he can kind of laugh at himself. I don't know if you saw last week when someone asked him a question of, like, hey, Steph, you know, you're an elite offensive player and an elite defender. And Steph just kind of quimsically looked at the question and said, keep coming keep coming yeah. like he was just making fun of the fact that I'm not an elite defender but if you want to call me that I'll be fine with it like he, he he's a little more self-deprecating than most of the well, other great players well, so maybe gonna, he'd be good at uh, that
1: I, I was going to say maybe maybe in in the vacuum of the NBA maybe Chris Paul would be a, uh, a good mm. a good topic you know there he, you go it's been kind you of kind it. of a topic uh, of, of recent days um,
0: you nailed it, and Pat Beverly could be the yeah. roast master. Yeah. that would be awesome. That you got it. That's uh,
1: the one. Well, well, for you know, hopefully, hopefully for for Pat Bev, he. Um... You know, has a little bit more successful uh, career as a roast master than he does an NBA player, but that's Ooh. that's that's besides the point. Um, sorry, I I, t- I mean, not that I have much to speak on after Jason Tatum's poor game, but uh, his his questioning whether or not Jason Tatum plays defense was I I I, I took offense to oh, that. Man. I was like that that's 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 a little absurd. Like, who the hell are you, <laughs> Pat Beverly? Oh, so to JJ Reddick. I
0: mean,
1: yeah. Well, uh, Pat
0: well Beverly J- the ESP, JJ Reddick is has become maybe the biggest. You know dookie that is, in some ways Reddick is so unlikable, but in other ways he's likable. It's like it's a weird thing because he's he's really smart, he's really invested. He he's knows Dan what Orlowski. He's about. He's Dan Orlovsky a little bit, a little and, bit. And, and yep.
1: what worries me is that he's going to go the play of Dan Orlovsky, which is very
0: condescending. He's,
1: yeah, yeah, he's going to have good like. Dan has like when he focuses on like X's and O's and and talking about that, he's fine. But then it's like he will make and and this has happened this off season where he's he's already declared that uh, uh, Mac Jones is this that or the other, but Tua has MVP potential, and I'm like. Like, come on, dude. Like, you lose, like, to me, you just lose so much credibility when you just throw out stuff like that. Like, why would I ever take you seriously? And then, so that's what I think, like, hopefully J.J. doesn't do because it's like, yeah, you make, you know, you talk very well eloquently about basketball. But then you, you know, say the the Bob Cousy stuff. And I'm just like, dude, come on. Like, that just tells me that, that, uh, for one, that's disrespectful to that whole, like, generation of basketball, which I'm sure would have wiped the floor with him. So, you know, let's not get started here. Um, but it, it just it's, it's further uh, pushing us down a um, <laughs> down a path that we see in the NFL a lot where it's like it's more reactionary and more, you know, let, let's make a, a let's make a, a, a point that just gets a reaction than actually make a good point. So, um, well,
0: that's what that's what happened with Pat Beverly last week. And I, I found some of his stuff hilarious. I mean, he's very entertaining and so forth, but he continually knocked Chris Paul and praise James Harden, because he's friends with James yeah. Harden. Yeah, so oh, obviously. If you're going to do this job really well, you got to criticize your friends as well. That's why I love Kendrick Perkins, because Perkins is friends with LeBron and Kevin Durant, and he's gone at it with them on social media because he's criticized them. Yeah. That's his job, right? And, so and I give look, and to, a ton of credit.
1: For, for better or worse, he'll at least accept that he was wrong in situations. And, and yep. that's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, we're seeing this in the NFL now, too, where, like, you know, have you noticed John that ever since 30 seconds after uh Cole Strange was drafted and everyone had their you know jump off the Tobin bridge moment um mm-hmm. everything that's come out about him has only further justified the pick and and made it less of a reach than what people are saying but but John the the folks out there that are so just blinded with their own quote unquote big boards. Have refused mm-hmm. to accept, so they've twisted it to the point where, like, they're saying, like, yeah, well, he could go out and have a great career, but he was still a reach. Well, well, no, no, because if, if the value was there for the team, and this is the issue, John, a lot of these, you know, uh, big boards and 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 uh, 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 draft position predictions, all that stuff, are all predicated on their own in-house evaluation and not have anything to do with actually what the team's values are. And, you know, we, we saw this, um, <laughs> a, a, a premature victory lap, I think, from some people when uh, Cole Strange talked about how, like, he thought it was a prank that the Patriots are calling him. And then I, you know, I don't have to name names, John, but one uh, particular uh, NFL beat writer that that presides in Boston thought it would be a good time to make a snarky comment about him being even surprised at how much of a reach it was. Well, the reality of it was in the article itself, Cole talked about being expecting to go between 30 and 40, but mm-hmm. since teams were taking forever <laughs> to call their picks during their time allotment, that's what the surprise was. But John, this particular reporter decided to make, um, uh, imply that he also thought he was a late third round pick. And, and, to me, it's just it's a it's an endless cycle of just dumbed down journalism, and unfortunately, that's that's kind of where we're we're getting at with a lot of this stuff. I don't yeah, know how exactly I, I, we got I, here, but we're here.
0: Well, with the yeah, with the draft, it's just like this thing. Like there are people that kind of know this stuff, and then there are other people who kind of jump into it and claim to be experts. The, that the audacity
1: and, of, of people that sit at their computer that think they know more than NFL co- not just Bill Belichick but NFL coaches, like the worst NFL coach. Maybe Brandon Staley. I mean, I don't like him that much, but you know that that's just my own bias. But the worst NFL coach is likely a far better talent evaluator than one of the better keyboard warriors. I mean, look at what happened with Mike Mayock. I mean, right? What, what, yeah. You know, outside of him and Mel Kiper, you know, Mel Kuyper, the other name of the the preeminent or, or uh, Todd McShay, the preeminent like NFL draft gurus, like he was he was a disaster in Oakland or in Las Vegas or. Wherever the hell they were when he was there, Las both, Vegas, both Oakland, exactly, like, yeah,
0: yeah, well, everywhere. With, with him, I think he, I think he drafted good players, but they weren't exactly great characters. Like every guy that but, was but that, drafted,
1: but that's, but that's part of talent that's evaluation part of it too. Exactly, like, exactly. And yep. and so you know you get enamored with these. Oh my God, the name! And that's kind of the big thing with with the NFL draft coverage now. It's like oh, these names. Like we get so enamored with these numbers, but like you know you go through and it's like year after year, how many people get great, you know, perfect mock drafts. No one does because it's such a crapshoot. So, you know, going back to the big thing of like, oh, we're going to just beat the dead horse about this pick being one of the worst in the history of the drafts and the Patriots don't know. You right. know, now it's morphed into this other story about, and, and st- I emphasize story, um, um, and, and not in a, this is a story. No, this is a quote-unquote story, a made-up fan fiction, in my opinion. But, you know, this idea that, you know, on the first day of OTAs, John, the Patriots are already so fed up. The Patriots players are so fed up with the dysfunction of the offense, and I'm I'm, I'm trying to ask myself, like, well, well, how do they know? They, they haven't even re- they haven't even been in the building. <laughs> like, right. like it's so bad, John, so bad, John, that it it's utter dysfunction. That within minutes or minutes before even. Stepping on the football field as a team, they already know it's dysfunctional. It's just, it's silly. But that's where we are now with how we cover sports and and football and, and you know, we're, we're, we're talking specifically about the Patriots, but, you know, this this applies in many situations.
0: There's such a desire and a need for content that sometimes yep. there's nothing really there. There's, there's nothing really there. I mean, I... And I'm older than dirt, so you know I remember a time where you'd go months without hearing much about the NFL. Now, the NFL is really good at, at creating seeing the draft and the combine and all of this stuff and voluntary OTAs and mandatory OTAs, but I mean, it was a time where it just kind of went away and then you'd concentrate on other sports. Now, every sport is 365 days a year. I mean, look, look at the NBA. The season will end. You'll have the draft and you'll have free agency and Before you know it, you'll see the schedule, and then you'll be getting ready for the 2022-2023 season. So Mm. that's the way it works. And and give these leagues credit for that, because that's how they've built these massive brands that are worth billions of dollars.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But it also breeds some some exhausting and uh, just unnecessary content. So in order to not become exhausting and unnecessary, we're going (laughs) to... Say goodbye for the day. You like you like that nice nice little. I like that little cap on the day. Yeah, exactly. Less Less is more. more. Uh, In which in this case though we are actually running out of time, so we're gonna have to say goodbye anyways. Uh, We'll be back later in the week. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully we'll be talking about a tied series on uh, uh, Wednesday between the Celtics Mm -hmm. and the Heat and. whoever's going to go and face the Golden State Warriors <laughs> in the finals because, like I said, I, I do not foresee a Dallas comeback. So uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Give us a follow on Twitter, at FullPressRadio, at FPC Radio Live, and, of course, go over to FullPressCoverage.com, FullPressHockey.com, and check out all the great stuff happening over there. Have a great day, folks, and we, we will talk to you later